not right. For those wedded to the machines in their bedrooms, their studios, their best friend's garage or basement. For those who negotiate with the system every day to make time for the music that matters. For those who get in debt to fund the fight against the mundane. For those who stay true to their cause even in the face of income and fame through compromise. For those who feel the power of every beat. For those who keep their minds open. For those who encourage and support those pursuing their personal dream. For those who sacrifice relationships to make sure the music is heard. For those for which the music is a lifetime, not a pastime. This is Bass Agenda. 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 This is Stormfield from Combat Recordings. You're listening to Base Agenda. Welcome to Base Agenda, episode 139. This week, show is dominated by a truly interesting, experimental, boundary-pushing artist and label. Combat Recordings, headed up by Stormfield, going to be exploring their music for the next two hours, stuff they've made, looking at some of their recent releases, some of their past releases, and looking at some of the tracks that influenced Stormfield to start making his own music as well. In the next two hours is going to be a little bit like life really. Some parts are going to be beautiful, some parts are going to be dark, some parts are going to be calm, some parts are going to be downright chaotic. One for the open minds out there. You're going to hear Stormfield's voice throughout the show and a huge amount of great music. Hold tight.
into someone's headspace, the lens through which they see things around. So 12 years later, there's still a lot of things to be pissed off about, especially now you've got like the Tories, Brexit, Syria, Gaza, and for the longer term, the complete destruction of habitat. My friend Monster X, whom I do fasting with, he thinks in a very similar way. A lot of the rage finds its way into the production process, and the clues are in the track titles. Basically, we think humankind has become a cancer and the world is generally fucked. But there's little pockets of good things that are worth fighting for and that you should. And that's what you can do.
This is Marshall Applewhite, and you're listening to Base Agenda. This is a kind of acid hardcore track that I made. It's a bit unusual because it's less moody than the usual Stormfield stuff. I had just come back from some volunteering at the Calais Refugee Warehouse. The mood was quite grim and heavy during that winter, so I decided to, to make something more cheerful. A friend, Dataset, had taught me how to use Renoise, and I had gone through a lot of tutorials on YouTube on how to chop up jungled breakbeats. So the project was set to 140 BPM. Um, not much thought went into it. Just bashed out a track as quickly as I could, and this was the result. I also like it because the drums slide all over the place, but the acid lines follow them quite nicely. Normally it's quite tricky running acid and breaks together because they each have their own swings and their accents, so you have to make sure that they don't clash. Stormfield said uh, this track is called Calais Jungle Acid, partly inspired by his time helping out at the Calais Refugee Camp in France. Just want to share the link with you to the uh, the site, the charity organisation that's been uh, doing some really good work over there. It's uh, Calais Dipedia, C-A-L-A-I-D, I-P-E-D-I-A dot co dot U-K. Great bunch of people doing some great work. As you probably know, in the not-too-distant future, decided they're going to bulldoze a camp which has got hundreds of human beings in it who already didn't have a safe home to go back to. Makes you so proud to be human, doesn't it? Check out the website, see if you can help.
Antifacid. It's one that I made, and it's remixed by Nonima. This was a really pleasant surprise, because the end result sounded nothing like the beginning. The original began six years ago as a cheesy acid house track, which I had made for fun. I had gotten some new reactor ensembles and tried to make a beat pattern as quickly as possible just by hitting the random button. There was even a YouTube clip showing how the drums get sequenced using some funny colourful Tetris screen. Um, the acid line comes from software. Uh, it was driven through a mixing desk uh, and pissed off the neighbours a lot for a long time. To my ears, the original track was listenable, but a bit too cheerful for combat recordings. Years later, I, I dragged it back out, worked on it using whatever skills I'd picked up. It came out on the Loose Lips compilation. Um, at the same time, the stems went to Nonima. He is a really amazing producer and remixer, based up in Scotland. Completely reworked the beats, making them snarl and punch and growl dynamically around the, the acid line. There's also a nice layer of extra synth that rises up in the later part of the track. Very different, much more in the electro vein. Um, really good sound design, Gucci edits. But still, it works very well on the dance floor. I always get a massive grin when I hear this played loud, so I much prefer this to the original.
So just a reminder, full track list, download of the show will be on soundcloud.com slash bassagenda over the weekend and on iTunes. Next up though, time to explore a couple of influences picked by Stormfield. off the Ebola album Soup, which I discovered during the second year of university. Um, up to that point I had listened to a lot of Orteca and Plaid, but production-wise their tracks were still impenetrable, meaning that they appeared as a solid wall of complexity which I had no idea how to dissect. And then the Bola album appeared. Crunchy beats, deep strings, harmonies, and the chords that progress and go deeper still. It's very alien and mechanical, but at the same time, strongly emotional, without being shit. So by this time I realized my ears had begun to figure out the distinct sections and layers and elements in the tracks and how they work together. And because I liked the album so much, it encouraged me to get deeper and find a way of making stuff that sounded like it. So 16 years later, naturally you pick up some skills and knowledge along the way and some of the magic will disappear. But I still go back to this album because the atmosphere is something I like a lot of. Thank you. 
amorphous, androgynous, a track called Mountain Goat. Uh, this comes from the album Tales of Ephedrina that came out around 93. It's another production name for Future Sound of London. I like it a lot because they create this whole world of their own in which the sounds and events just happen and all of it naturally occurs within that space and sounds completely like them. Their productions are really deep and immersive and they have a flowing and structureless quality that engages you without having to be formulate. In my head, it was the kind of music that I wanted to make at the time. Just confidently weird and soundscapey late night stuff. Total mashup of samples from very different sources. Um, it's great playing in the headphones or driving around in the car. This is Galaxian and you're listening to Base Agenda.
Back in the 90s, computers were not that powerful and I had no skills or, or the money to use the hardware. So a lot of these ideas and inspirations, they stayed as purely that, just impressions in the head, things to try out when the means to achieve them finally appeared. The first attempts happened in Cool Edit and in Sonic Foundry Acid. It was just a mishmash of stuff mixed from everywhere. I think to this day I still find soundscapey stuff a lot easier to produce, um, a lot quicker. For example, that collaboration I do with uh, the violin player um, called Scald, that entire album was finished within just a few months and it's up to 90 minutes long, including remixes. I find the soundscapey side of things comes to me quite easily. Scald is a collaboration between myself and a violinist, Amy Mullen. It started for a laugh. I wanted to work with a live string player and she wanted to make some noise with someone. So in the beginning we had no idea what we were doing, but there was a common ground that we liked going to. We met at an Orteca gig. We liked fucked up stuff. So over a year and a half, a working process developed, which has resulted in the Scald album. As soon as we finished that, we did Solace. By then, the whole working process had been refined. So Solace came together really quickly. Lights out in a dark room, recorded a violin riff, and began adding layers and harmonics to it. Lots of sub-bass put through some effects chains. And a couple of sessions later, Solace was done. There is actually a full techno version of Solace, which you can hear during the score to live performances.
called Tekla. Three guys based in London. They're all at the very top of their game. A couple of them are highly skilled sound engineers and um, one of them is a classically trained cellist. The entire album is just immense shapes and textures moving within a black space. It kind of gives a similar feeling to some of the really deep Orteca albums, but it's very different. Everything feels a lot more handcrafted, not algorithmic. The sounds just come in and out of each other. Everything is perfectly in his own space. Very highly sculpted. I can imagine a lot of very late nights just getting deep into this stuff. In terms of influences, um, they draw from people like Bernard Parmigiani, Christoph Penderecki, Georgi Ligeti, Xenicus, and many others. Also, they say, from after-death experiences in the Peruvian jungle.
You are listening to Base Agenda. The only system we need is a sound system. Stormfield doesn't know this, but I think if somebody was to ask me to do Base Agenda as a guest, one of the tracks I would definitely choose that's blown me away in the last couple of years would be this next one. It's by Stormfield, it's Rebuild, it's the Defect Remix. Check this out.
Faustin vs. Decode, the track title is Phosphor, short for White Phosphorus. It's one of the weapons used to attack Gaza and other places. It causes damage by burning, smoke inhalation, oral ingestion and also fumes. The track sounds like a dense storm of metallic shrapnel blasting you from all sides.
tracks sounded nothing like how it started. One of the guys from Ontel, a guy called Decode, he sent some stems for a Stormfield collaboration. I was in the mood to make industrial techno at the time, so the first draft is actually a rolling four on the floor industrial tech track. But it didn't fit the release, so the track was just put aside. And later on, I picked up this other instrument called Cataract. It's one of those loop devices. You, you put four loops in, and it lets you switch very rapidly between four different loops at rhythmic intervals or non-rhythmic intervals. So the drums ended up quite mad, and at some stage, my friend Monster X came on board and added a whole new level of sound design and editing to it. So now it's become a Faustin track, and it's the first one in a very long time. Both really happy with it. Never expected it to sound like this. Uh, Phosphor is still at the original techno tempo. That's 127 BPM. So the DJs that are adventurous enough can still mix it. You just need to EQ a bit. listening to Base Agenda. Flugel, Spanner in the Works. This is one of the tracks that inspired the Riot Season compilation to be made. Originally, the compilation was about four tracks. I had been preparing stuff for a DJ set at Glastonbury and um, been amassing all these acidy, angry tracks. Suddenly, there was enough of them to make an EP, and shortly after that, there was enough of them to make a compilation. This track is just brutal, it's relentless, fierce, technoid acid, 
is done by a very highly skilled and very underrated producer. Just immense. It's the kind of thing I would imagine people like Surgeon would play on a big system. that I feel need wider recognition. Um, release more music whenever it's possible to. It can be a bit slow because a lot of the constraints are down to money and living in London, just having high rent, high costs. The label is pretty much a one-man operation and I try not to depend on favors from other people. Each release costs professionally to master and to promote and in the case of physical releases, the cost of cutting and pressing. If I were on the same wage and not paying crazy rent in London, we would have many more releases by now. There would also be videos and hoodies and combat events, but that's just how it is. So, the aim is just keep on doing it.
absolutely mental track. Love this one. Probably my favourite out of Stormfield selections this week. Cedric von Flugel, Spanner in the Works, taken from the Riot Season compilation that you can now get. Just head over to combatrecordings.bandcamp.com. Going to be some more of that for you up in the next uh, part of the show when we've got Stormfield's Combat Recordings mix. One more track to go before that though by Cursor Minor. Track called Fungus Nat Fighting. <laughs> see new places, meet nice people. At the beginning of combat, I went over with Cursor Minor to the Czech Republic, did uh, five gigs in a few days. No one knew who the fuck we were, but after those gigs we had built a little reputation there. It's nice because you know you've won them over from playing that gig, rather than them being told what to think about you by press or by some hype. The Stormfield and Falcon projects evolved through playing at raves and underground radio, while scores, um, it overlapped into the arty experimental side of things. And then there's also this new collaboration called Tactile Members, which I'm doing with a painter, Alice White. This is a new area because I'm working with a non-musician to create music. Her hand movements when she's painting captured by infrared sensors and these trigger sounds. So it's opened up a whole new avenue of party and experimental gigs. And we've done one festival already in September. So yeah, more production and gigs, whether it's alone or in collaboration. 
For more information on this week's guest, check combatrecordings.com slash artist slash stormfield and scaldsound.com.
would try to come in and take any one of us, we will not let you. You will die. You will have to take anybody or all of our dead bodies. Love you on the weapon. Shit.
Hi, this is Des Williams, and you're in tune to the true sound of the underground on Bass Agenda.
is it about society that disappoints you so much? that we collectively thought Steve Jobs was a great man, even when we knew he made billions off the backs of children. Or maybe it's that it feels like all our heroes are counterfeit. The world itself is just one big hoax. Spamming each other with our burning commentary of bullshit, masquerading as insight. Our social media faking as intimacy. Or is it that we voted for this? Not with our rigged elections, but with our things, our property, our money. I'm not saying anything. We all know why we do this. Not because Hunger Games books makes us happy, but because we want to be sedated. Because it's painful not to pretend. Because we're cowards. Fuck society.
Much love and thanks out to Stormfield for taking part in Base Agenda. Real eye-opener of a show. Regular listeners to the show will know by now I like to try and find different sounds. Not just keep playing the same style of music every week. I reckon we've discovered a few new sounds this week. Remember to check out combatrecordings.bandcamp.com Download the show at soundcloud.com slash agenda sometime over the weekend. Also available on iTunes. On the next show, Base Agenda Revisited. One I'm really, really looking forward to putting together for us. Bass Junkie, back on the show. Followed by a guest mix from DJ Moses. Thanks for your support. Enjoy the weekend. Cheers.
Yo, this is DJ Digital. Thanks again for checking out Andy on the Base Agenda Show. 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 Base Agenda Show.